everybody, you're listening to the Chronically Creative Podcast, where we come up with creative ways to deal with chronic illness. And this is the Pride episode. Um, it's the month of June where we traditionally celebrate Pride, celebrating all LGBTQIA people and every letter of the alphabet, every color of the rainbow. Pride is usually a, is a time to celebrate, have fun, and um, hopefully we can do that this year. I mean, it's we have reason to be hopeful because COVID is you know, on the, on the way, it seems like it's on the way out, but still, I don't know, pride feels to me very heavy this year with just everything that's going on in this country. Um, I still don't feel that we celebrate each other. We spend more time pushing each other down and just saying horrible things to each other and doing horrible things to each other that, I don't know. It's hard sometimes to be proud, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I, I sit there and I try to live in both worlds of saying, yes, I'm a proud gay man and I'm proud to be who I am and to have this community. And then on the other hand, I'm like, but we've got so much work to do just in our own community when it comes to racism and hatred and, uh, homophobia and, uh, body image and all of this stuff and it gets really exhausting so and also if you're an lgbtq person and you are also have a disability you are in a very marginalized group of people so um we just send our our empathy and our sympathy and our and our hearts go out to we try to remember we want to remember all of us who are in the gay, you know, LGBT community who have chronic illness. And, um, if you don't, um, if you're not, you know, if you're straight, you can certainly identify with feeling marginalized, left out, and not really heard in society. Uh, and so it brings me to just reflect over the past week I've spoken to a few people and just touching on you know a conversation I had with a fellow podcaster blogger personality who um, I like her a lot actually and you know I've been following her for some time reading her books and whatnot and but you know on her podcast, the, she had someone last week on her podcast that I know is, you know, an evangelical Christian who is anti-LGBT. And she's had other guests on her podcast that were anti-LGBT. She's also had people on her podcast that were pro-LGBT uh, people. So I just messaged her and I said, you know, how do you like reconcile that because I don't know sometimes I feel like giving certain people a platform or a voice your voice is pretty powerful in my opinion your voice is really the only thing that you have to raise up and say you know no I want change or yes I'm you know I'm for this or no I'm against this so I feel like giving certain people a platform is dangerous even if they don't directly condemn anybody or, you know, the person that she had on her show was not um, 
outwardly like they weren't um specifically talking about lgbt people and and um and condemning them but they they were talking about a book that they had coming out but i just know that this person is disapproving of the lgbt community and their lifestyle quote unquote so you know she just you know explained that she leads with love and i get that but sometimes when you lead with love you know not everybody's gonna people don't love with you you know um if that makes any sense and that should be recognized but you know and she it was a civil conversation but she she got a little bit emotionally charged and she just said to me um you know you're kind of part of this cancel culture and i said you know i don't know what that means because usually when people say that they mean of one of one of two things they either mean that um, there should be no accountability for people who say and do whatever they want. Uh, and free speech is just something that is a given with no consequences. And that's not true. Free speech is something we have in America, but it comes with consequences. Um, or they mean sometimes people are just being human beings and they make a mistake or they say something stupid or, you know, ignorant and we crucify them to death rather than just saying, okay, look, that person's a human being. They made a mistake. They apologized. And now let's just let it go and get over it, which I'm for. Like, I get it. We're all human. We make mistakes, but I'm talking specifically about people who have anti LGBT policy policies that they've had and they continue to have and they you know hold beliefs that are oppressive to a certain group of people i would not give anybody a platform um personally like that and that's i guess just me so i'm not sure that leading with love always works. Now, I'm not saying that we should lead with hate or violence or anything like that. I'm just saying that be aware of the fact that people's voices are powerful and if you give them an opportunity to get on a platform, you are running sort of a risk in the sense of you're giving them a voice to promote their agenda. And I guess I've just seen a lot in my life of, you know, kids killing themselves because they went to church and they heard an anti, you know, gay message. And they just said, you know what? My family hates me. My, my school, I'm being bullied in my school. Um, and now my church hates me. God hates me. You know, why am I this way? And I'm just going to hurt myself, kill myself whatever and for me I would never want to give someone a platform to do that to anybody um, even if they were going to talk to me about a book they had coming out that was about gardening you know it's the fact that your life what you what you you're what you're doing with your life is basically 
oppressive to people. And you've now written a book about gardening or cooking and you want to come promote it. Well, do it somewhere else because what you're about, you know, is not supportive of of a large marginalized community of people who often feel left out. And I understand that we're all human and we can all find common ground. You know, I can sit down with a Republican and we can both relate to feeling frightened and scared or feeling whatever emotion. And, you know, we all can relate to certain things in life. But what are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your voice? What are you doing with the power that's been given to you? Are you using it to oppress people or using it to liberate people? And that's the question I have for people at the end of the day. You know, are you using your life to love? Are you using your life to liberate people, to set people free, to to walk beside people? You know, so this specific author that was on her show, basically I know that if you know, a teenager came up to her and said, Hey, you know, uh, I love your book and I'm an LGBT person or, you know, whatever. I know this person would basically say that that person's lifestyle is wrong and that they should repent of it and change. And therefore I don't care about her book. I don't care about anything she has to say other than the fact that you are using your voice using your life to oppress people or to hurt people. And that's an issue for me, whether you're promoting your cookbook or whether you're whatever you're promoting. I don't know if that makes sense to people, but yeah, so I can relate to a lot of people, but I cannot say that I would give these people a space to be hateful or promote whatever they're doing in their life so you know we have a lot a lot of work to do and um so uh you know moving on another conversation I had was the friend who just came out to his family and he's in his 50s so um and his parents were basically like look you're an adult you can do whatever you want um but they were not very accepting so it was, it's hurtful. It's hurtful when you're not accepted by your family and by people that you, you know, that's, they're supposed to love you. And, um, a lot of LGBT people are hurting just like a lot of people with chronic illnesses are hurting. Their voices are not being heard. They're not being acknowledged. They're not being accepted. They're not being um, uh, integrated into society into a way where people are saying, here you go, be you, be the best you you can be and whatever. We're, if we're not working towards justice and freedom, then we're really not working towards anything noble, in my opinion. So I guess people like my little podcast friend, you know, doesn't understand that there are people who are being really rejected out there and 
from anywhere from your, you know, grown adult friend coming out to his parents or to the 13-year-old being bullied at school and wanting to commit suicide to the 18, 19-year-old is now struggling with drug addiction because of the self-hatred they have towards themselves and they were taught. It's all a big mess and it needs to stop. And that's what I see when I hear people. And they can come on your podcast or they can come on a TV show or a radio show or whatever and joke and laugh about, you know, cooking pasta or, you know, about how their book is about gardening and, you know, growing flowers. But it's not funny. It's not cute. It's not interesting. What's people are dying, people are hurting, and you're doing nothing to help. You're, you know, actually turning a blind eye or you're actively contributing. So, you know, turning turning a blind eye and just pretending that, you know, you're leading with love because you're just accepting everybody sometimes doesn't always work. Sometimes you have to call people out on their bullshit and you have to say, look, what you're doing is not right. And, you know, that's it. So it's pride. And this is a Debbie Downer pride, (laughs) probably if you're listening to this, but you know, on a positive note, I just want to celebrate all the people who are coming out. You're brave and you're beautiful and you're great and you're wonderful and I celebrate you. Happy Pride. Welcome to the family. You know, it takes a lot to say I don't give a shit anymore. I'm going to be who I am regardless. And um, for those of you whose people that you came out to didn't accept you and rejected you, then my heart breaks for you and I'm here for you and I send you love and and empathy and the best of wishes but you can still go on to have a beautiful life and it's worth living and to those of you who feel you can't come out yet because you're afraid then that's okay too so i celebrate all of you and um be who you are and be proud of who you are you know I believe we only have one life and we get this life and we do the best we can with this life that we have. And like I said, your voice is your biggest weapon. Your voice is your biggest power. And using that voice in service of good, in service of love, is the greatest thing that you can do. If you do nothing else, if you're capable of doing nothing else, using your voice to stand up for justice, for righteousness, and, you know, for speaking up for those who are marginalized is powerful. And that's what we celebrate this Pride Month, to end on a positive note. We celebrate the people who stood up and said, no more, we're not going to take it anymore. Our voice is powerful. And... I leave you with that. Reflect on that and celebrate yourself and have courage and be brave.
one of my favorite quotes, uh, it sounds cheesy, but it's from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And she's talking to her sister Dawn. And it's a dramatic scene where she's about to jump into this mystical ball of energy that's going to kill her because she has to save the world before this mystical ball of energy uh, opens a portal to like an evil dimension. <laughs> and I know it sounds a little crazy, but um, and she just says to her sister, you know, here's the wisdom I've learned in my life. And on and on, and she gets to the part, and she says, the hardest thing in this world is to live in it. Be brave and live. And I always remember that quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. So I pass it on to you. It's hard to live in this world. There's a lot against you. But be brave and live. I send you lots of love. Happy Pride.